Indie Cafe, the show where we promote various indie games, indie projects. We're all about helping the indie community grow and all that stuff. Uh, we try and do this Wednesday for Friday at 2 p.m. Arizona time at twitch.tv slash here. So feel free to pop by sometime, talk about your game, promote it, plug it. And today is episode 10 of the podcast and we have a developer of a cool uh, visual novel. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, I go by Bagel, and I'm the developer of Once More. It's a visual novel about love and love. Currently, it's on Itch. You can wishlist it on Steam. And we're also currently campaigning on Kickstarter with over 100 backers as of right now. Cool. So uh, where were you uh, originally from, From, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I'm from uh, Texas, the Dallas area. So did you play uh, a lot of like, games growing up? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, it was mostly Nintendo. And then I started, uh, I stopped playing games for a while and just like got into anime. And recently, over the past like two or three years, I've been playing all the games I missed, like The Witcher and new stuff like Dark Souls. Uh, he just got. I I was really bad at first, but at some point it clicks. No, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm bad at all games. It's kind of a talent of mine. So, uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite games then? Oh, that's a great question. Um, right now I'm really into the Trails series. So JRPG. I, I, I play. I played a little, little bit of like one of them. I think it it's one of the the, the the first ones like localized in the west by here like it, it starts like in the middle of like the series or something i i heard the release order is kind of weird the cold steel was it uh, uh no it was one of the ones before that so sky yeah 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 that one i think it's really good. I really like it. That's the start of the series, and it just gets better from there. Yeah, I've, I've, like I am a big like JRPG fan. I like Kingdom Hearts. I like Tales. I like Kingdom Hearts. I like Tales. I can't think of some those are two like main JRPG series. I'm a fan of. Okay, I've um I haven't played Tales, but my friend was really into Kingdom Hearts, so I I played through all of them, and the only ones I really liked were two and three, and then Birth by Sleep. Yeah, the, those are the good ones. Like Kingdom Hearts two is considered the the best in the the series, and I know a lot a lot of people don't like Kingdom Hearts three. Well, no, it, it it's like mixed in the fan base. I, I enjoy it, I think. I'm not sure. I'm very mixed on how I feel. Like, the, those are the, the Kingdom Hearts fanboy of me that really loves the game. And then there's the more critical reviewer version of me that's like, no, that's wrong. Why do they do that? So I'm conflicted within myself. Yeah, I, I I understand that. I mean, like after what thirteen years, I felt like the game could have been bigger, but I I had fun the whole time. Yeah, but you you can tell they put like a lot of passion into that. It's not like they were trying to rush it. Like you you could tell that they they worked the hardest and like technical from a technical aspect, it's 
the best looking of the, the Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah, I, I thought it looked really good, and there's a, definitely a lot of passion in there. Yeah. So, uh, do you uh, do, do you watch a lot of anime? Uh, yeah. Um, right now, I'm not watching anything that's airing, but I've been catching up on Black Clover. Yeah, I, it's pretty good, actually. I thought it was going to be bad. Yeah, no, I remember hearing about that and people complain and particularly like complain about like the main character's like voice or something like that. Yeah, um, if you watched Fire Force recently, it's the same main character voice actor and he, he does a great job. Um, the main character is really only annoying for the first episode and then after that, it, I really liked it, like just the delivery. I really don't watch as much anime as as I should, and the the longer I go without watching anime, the harder it is to get back into it. Yeah, I I definitely feel that. Which ones have you watched recently? What? I, it's been a while, man. What was the most recent? I can't even remember that. That's how long it's been, man. Like, no, I, man, even that was like a while ago. I think that the last one was like my. Hero Academia, like season three, and I haven't even finished season three, so. <laughs> oh wow, I uh, I I watched the first season like a few episodes, and I just binge read it. it it's really good. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I've prefer for um, well, watching that the anime because I feel like you can really only experience a story once. So, yeah. So, so I feel like I'd have a more connected experience watching the anime. Yeah. Uh, for my hero, like there were in the most recent season, there are a few things that they cut out of the that were present in the manga oh, that I really wanted to see. Oh, yeah. Really, like important stuff, or uh, just like narration that made some of the scenes more hype. Yeah. Like in one of the fights. Yeah. I was kind of sad. Narration can be like tricky to adapt into an anime, though. Yeah, I think they did good with what they had for the budget, uh, but they animated one of the fights like way better than it was in the manga. Like when there's action scenes in the manga, I have a really hard time following what's going on because it's just like black and white. Such yeah. what my hero academia. Who's your, what's your My Hero Academia like live action movie pitch? Live action movie pitch, like if I'm directing it or if I wanted. Uh, if if you're directing it, like who would you cast? Oh, that's a really tough question. Um, I I kind of want Captain America to be All Might. Uh, Chris Evans. I I would I would cast that. Okay, here's my my casting. You, you may agree or disagree. Okay, All Might, The Rock. <laughs> Come on, he would be perfect for All Might. Yeah, he's got that cheesy delivery line stuff from the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, that like charisma and like he'd be he'd be a perfect All Might. At least a uh, bulky All Might, skinny All Might. Uh, I don't know how they would pull that off. So. Yeah, maybe Michael Sarah would be like a good Deku. I feel like he's got the same hair. Uh, my my uh, pick, and it's not not a great pick because Deku's hard to come up with pick. But one actor I wouldn't mind would be uh, Ryan Potter. 
Do you know who that is? I've heard of him. I'll look him up real quick. Uh, he voiced a hero in Big Hero 6. He also plays Beast Boy in the Teen Titans live action TV show. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I, I originally known from uh, playing in a Nickelodeon show called Super Ninjas. I didn't watch that. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, not, not a lot of people. It was okay. It's a cheesy action Nickelodeon show, you know. It, 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 it was what it was. But yeah, those are my picks. So yeah, I'd, have, I'd have to think about that some more. <laughs> but uh, no, so um, how did you actually like get into like anime what was like your first like anime you watched uh the first anime i watched was death note and the only reason why i watched it was because on steam one of my friend's usernames had death note in it and i was like isn't that an anime and like i just had that vague feeling and so i just decided to watch it and i really liked it and from there i watched bleach and then probably like sword art online attack on titan all the popular stuff uh do, do you like do you like sao i did i liked it a lot and then uh i read all the criticisms about it and just like heard them and i was like huh maybe it wasn't that good but i'm still watching the new one because it's fun yeah i, I like it uh i, I so if only watched to the end of like uh Gungale online and that's when i like stopped so but of what i have seen i do enjoy so yeah the new season's been pretty good it's it's not like annoying or anything so so, so to drift from like animate to, to like visual novels uh how did you get into like visual novels what was the first visual novel you played um like a lot of people who started reading visual novels, the first one I read was Katawa Shoujo. It's the one about all the, the like disabled school, and I really liked it. And I wanted to read more stuff. I have not heard stuff. of this one. What was it called? Uh, Katawa Shoujo. It, it, I don't think it's as popular anymore now that Doki Doki Literature Club came out. It's kind of like overshadowed Katawa oh. Shoujo as the English fee in the play. But from there, I just sort of branched off to what was popular, popular, and what was translated at the time, like Rizaya Sharanokuni. So, do you have a favorite uh, visual novel currently, or no? That's a really tough one. Um, I I think Rewrite currently holds that, but I've been reading Umineko recently, and that might be my favorite. Well, we'll see. I, I got to finish the last episode. Um, my uh. And I'm talking visual novels, I'm not like anime adaptations, but my uh, favorite visual novel probably right now is Steinscape. Oh, that was, that was a really good one. I watched it, but I've I've heard the VN is just as good, if not better. Oh yeah, it is. And there's some very interesting routes that the anime did not adapt, and thank God they didn't adapt them. <laughs> so, so why? what made you want to... Um, make a visual novel as your f- f- first game um let's see oh, is, is this your first game have you made other games yeah I, I made one uh vn before but it was just like for a game jam so i don't really count that as like anything that i advertise it was super short 
really bad. But this one is the first one I've been taking seriously. And I just had like this feeling that I wanted to make a game and I thought visual novels would be the easiest to make from like a programming and at, like from that aspect. And so I just slowly started like making the opening song, making or like just commissioning people to make soundtracks and art. And the more progress I was made there, the more like I felt that I could keep it up. And I've just been steadily building progress and making sure that everything stays on track since then. And um, how long has um this game been in development? Technically since 2018, but it hasn't had like a consistently steady um, set of progress since about last summer. Okay. So, uh, when it comes to your development, uh, what, what what engines and like tools do you do you use? Uh, I'm using RenP. It's a pretty common yeah like, an engine. Okay, so you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I I played a few indie visual novels. So sweet. I um I was gonna use Tyranno Builder, but um, there's like yeah. A yeah I, 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 I've also. <laughs> heard of that one yeah apparently there's a bug where like your saves get deleted and that would really tick me off so i decided not use it and then there's visual novel maker which Mm -hmm. i I haven't heard like positive things about like i've heard it's okay so i suck with renp because on their website they have like this archive of a bunch of links where people have already coded stuff that you can use so it's, it's not exactly open source but there's a lot of stuff you can adapt to make what I want to build. Uh, you think if you're making visual novels, Rampa is probably the best generation uh, to go. And unless you're making something like super flashy or fancy, but I keep calling it Renpi because that's what I thought it was. <laughs> but Renpi. <laughs> yeah, I call it Renpi. I I don't know if it's Renpi, but no, I, I, it's only I, Renpi. <laughs> I've, I've always called it Renpai. I don't know. But, yeah. uh, so w- w- one aspect I really love about your game is the UI. That UI is clean and like sick. W- w- yeah. What was the like process of like f- figuring out that UI and getting it like nailed down? Um, I reached out to this person called Realis who designed it. And for the most part, I, my thought process, because I didn't get to go through and design it, but I basically wanted something that had a book feel. And I also wanted like a little area for the character portraits. So that way, if they weren't on the screen, yeah. you could still see them. And mm-hmm. then it, I wanted it to be like really minimal. So that way there wasn't a lot of obstruction in front of the background. And the reference that I used for the GUI when um, trying to build it was Fire Emblem Three Houses, their GUI. Ours is really similar. I've not played uh, Fire Emblem. I'm not a fan of the series at all, but the most recent game I did enjoy. So maybe I'll be a fan if the next one is good. But their GUI is just really similar to ours, and so I use that as a huge reference. So another thing I just love about the the like game that oh that really made me want to back the game was um the story. Oh my god, the story and characters I just like love, man. 
like was it something like I like, inspired that story because I f- feel like it's such a, like a kind of tragic love story like something had to inspire that right oh yeah definitely um I tried to take like personal experiences and then like twist or exaggerate them a little bit to where they could be like more depressing which sounds a little weird but basically I wanted to take something that I went through and then make it easily consumable like something that you would be able to understand better and so that was the idea behind Mima and like oh her my God. passing away that that didn't happen to me luckily oh, but I, that, I tried that to, was like so depressing and I like how you developed you pretty much made her as like the the perfect like soulmate yeah like, I love like, it to be like this just perfection she's just like this like perfect girl and the main character like loses her that's like that makes it more tragic, man. Like she, she's pretty much like the one, and he loses the one. Huh. I know. I thought that. I thought like that would be a lot more relatable because um, now, like online dating has gotten popular. Stuff like ghosting and all that is prevalent. So anyone who's ever like felt any sort of loss mm-hmm. in that way. Oh, so if you don't like mind me asking, uh, is it ever going to? Exp- be, be explain what happened to Mima, or is it gonna be left ambiguous? Um, I'm still kind of trying to figure out how exactly I want to reveal it, but um, I, I'm basically currently developing like two different ways it could go. Okay. And so I do want it to be explained, but I, I depending on how I choose to have her be killed. It'll be, it'll either like explore the character side of it or it'll explore the like aftermath of it more. My, uh, you, 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 I'm gonna need tissues when I play your game. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I wrote, I, for like the true route, I wrote out Shifa's ending and <laughs> I wrote like a particularly like gut wrenching scene that I think will get people to cry. I'm kind of excited to. Have people read it. Uh, so, so that's another thing I want to touch on. How many many routes are there going to be, and is there going to be a, a true like ending? There currently is five routes planned. Um, Nia's route involves like the AI that she's building, developing, and turning more human, and so part of that route will have like a an ending with the AI. Uh, she'll be designed soon. So she can kind of count as a sixth heroine, I guess, and a route. But it, it's more like Neo's route in one of the endings. Um, so at least five routes, or no, four routes and then a true route with Mima and Shifa. And the true route will be like all of that story. And then at the end, it'll be like a Mima ending and a Shifa ending. And which one is canon, I'll kind of leave up for debate. Ooh. Dude, so do you think it's better to have a, like a canon ending or like the like reader make the interpretation? Um, I like a little bit of both. And what I, I, I try to do like a little bit of setup in the demo to make it to where any route could be considered canon. 
depending on how you look at it. But uh, like th that'll be explained, um, and w once the reader gets to the true route. Cool. So, so we, we, we've talked about a, a bit about Mima, but like, how important was it to get that character right? Because that's pretty much like a important aspect of the the story. Like like everything like like is drawn from like what happened to like Mima. So how important was it to get that character right? And did you have like difficulty? like getting the character right yeah writing out her dialogue sometimes it, i had to like redo it to make it correct because i wanted her to like like be that like the one like just perfect in terms of waifu material but a really good reference that i had was um i played a game called atelier rorona and oh, the main character, I, I, I love the like Atelier games, man. Mm, good, good stuff. Sorry. Me too. Rurona, like I try to use her as like a role model because there are a few lines that she said where she was like, I'm so happy to see you and like other stuff like that. And I was like, that's the kind of energy I want. I want to capture. So, so, so if you don't mind me asking, do, do, do you have a favorite like Atelier ship? Uh, Sterk and Rorona. Man, you gotta go for the Yuri route. Sorry, okay, let's get back on top topic. Uh, you, you, you were talking about Mima? Yeah, I, I just used Rorona as her main reference, and that, that really helped in some areas. And then I also, like, added my own touch to make her more relatable and kind of slightly Western. So, to kind of talk a little bit about characters, uh, one thing I liked about the demo is it was pretty much completely, like, besides, like, the main character, it was completely voiced, and I was surprised that, that it was, like, completely voiced, because usually revision was only partially voiced, but, but the demo, when I thought about it, I was like, oh, wait, this is probably just for the demo to help like sell the Kickstarter. So do you think having like a fully voice uh, demo helps your Kickstarter? I think it helps people who like English voice acting appreciate the game, but I've gotten a fair amount of critique about using English voices. Um, I think a lot of that is due to like a few years ago, the English dub market being a little, just not as experienced as the like Japanese voice acting industry where you go to trade school to learn how to voice act. But I've noticed like since Nier Autonoma has come out, like English voice acting in general has become pretty quality. And so I wanted to pay respects to the fact that I'm a Western developer and include English voice acting. Yeah, I, I, I really like the voice acting. You, you picked a good uh, cast. So how did, did you go about like finding uh, your voice talent? Um, I started off just sending out emails to um, voice actors and actresses. Uh, Xanthi Wynn, uh, the voice of Shifa, accepted she was the first VA I picked and then from there I held auditions for Yuria, Kami, and Nia to try to find like a matching voice for them and then Mima I think I don't remember if I picked her personally or if it was a vote but um Twitter has like a really good voice act 
acting community. So if you, you have a project, odds are a voice actor or actress will follow you and they'll be interested. And you can you just say, hey, I'm ready for voice actors. Come here. Yeah, uh, networking uh, with voice actors, if you're in the dev, I think it is very important. Because not, not, not to just say, uh, gives you more audition. Uh, depending on the voice actor, actresses that they'll like retweet and like retweet by your like casting call or even just like your project. So that could be a, a useful tool. Yeah, they've definitely all gone above and beyond uh, in terms of helping promote the Kickstarter and the project itself. So I really hope you're able to get that stretch goal to have the game like fully voiced. But uh, if you don't reach that stretch goal, how what would allow you to be able to have a full, full fully voiced game? Like how can p- people like help you uh, get, get that fully voiced game if you don't re- reach the stretch goal? Mm, I, haven't, I haven't thought too hard about other ways to fundraise aside from the Kickstarter. I wanted to see how it would go first. But if a stretch goal isn't reached, It'll just, um, we'll have like slightly delayed development. And then this summer I'll try to pick up like a second job or something and see if I can make it work. Um, and I'll also try to come up with ways to be supported. I've, I've heard Patreon is good, but yeah. it'll, it'll really just depend on interest. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you, 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 you game's going to get like funded. It's just re- reaching those stretch goals are going to, is going to be the challenge. So, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping we can do it. I know um, the voice actress for Yuria said she'll cosplay as the character if we get funded for the voice acting. Oh, that that that'd be so cool! Sorry. All right, no, you good? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's always like cool um, when voice actors um, cosplay as the characters. Yeah, I, I agree. I've I've seen like a few of them do it, and like, it's always really exciting. like. Uh, to be um, a voice actor, I, I mean, a- actress has like cosplay as a character, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice, Kira Buckland. Yeah, so if if, if if we reach it, we'll get to see that, and that'll be exciting. Like the first cosplay of a character I created. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to getting like first fan art, or like even first fan fiction. I think that'd be kind of funny. Actually, I I could. See fan fiction. Hey, I think you 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 have a fair chance of getting fan of fan fiction than I do. But if anyone wants to draw some fan art of me, you know, go ahead and do that. But uh, um, so how important do you think game marketing is? Uh, marketing has definitely meant everything. Before the Kickstarter, I spent about a year just trying to market on Twitter. Um, it was a little bit difficult because you have to have progress that's steady and since i didn't have steady progress for a while what i did instead was i just didn't market and then once i had built up enough progress i just started advertising as if it was in progress like here's the sketch here's the finished piece so that way people (laughs) could see the game grow (laughs) and um yeah, I think it worked. And then I just, if I saw someone was interested in visual novels, I'd follow them. And if they followed that, cool. If they didn't, I'd wait three days and try to find more people to follow because Twitter likes to flag you if you 
try to mark it too hard. But that was my strategy. It, there's plenty others. When you uh, follow other like visual novel uh developers, do do you like take an interest like in their game? Um, like ones that I follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said part of your marketing uh strategy is to follow like random like visual novel uh creators. Yeah, there are a few who's projects i've taken interest in unfortunately most of the time um like the, like currently there's so many that are in development it's a little bit tricky to find the developers who've released the game but or at least like outside of game jams but i mean ebihime is pretty popular for being a VN developer and her games look pretty nice because um my whole uh twitter philosophy is you shouldn't like not do follow for follow because that, that doesn't like help anyone it's, it's to like build a community because if you just like follow for follow, you you guys aren't gonna check each other's like content out and that isn't really going to help anyone yeah i agree follow for following just for the sake of it doesn't work um what i do isn't quite follow for follow i it's more like i'm like i, I go through a person's profile and see if they're they're like active and if they, they like the ends they like tweet about it a lot so like it's it's a lot more targeted and i put a little bit more effort into it than just like hitting follow okay. but um i've opened up the project discord for the game to backers so i'm trying to it'll be nice to see like the community develop there too so, so do, do, do you think it's uh important to manage and have a strong like discourse server i think so but um like right now i'm not super big the project only has a demo so i i don't want to try to act like we're some big upcoming company i want to i want to make the game have it released and then i just want to have like a little place where people can stop by and say like hey i liked what you did here's some like feedback here's what i liked and as i build the next game i can use like just have like the community of people who enjoy it oh i uh... I um really love like your demo. I didn't like didn't quite get, get like all the way through. I, I think I'm like almost done with it, but um I I just want to keep playing like movie game. I'm I'm like really really looking forward to your visual novel. I think you really are creating a very like unique like story within your game. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, a lot of time was spent like planning it out and trying to figure out how to make it better. And I've also been reading a lot of like popular visual novels in my spare time because um, I, I like referencing other works mm -hmm. and I try to throw a few of those in there. Uh, like I referenced A Very Hungry Caterpillar at the start, just fun and one of the more recent beans that i've read that has been a pretty good source of inspiration was Baldur's sky because there i've got a lot of similarities with some of the plot so i had to kind of revise the direction i was taking just a little bit to where it would stand out but like i, I don't want to spoil both <laughs> so yeah, that's so when it came to like making a kickstart how did you like 
de- determine like how much m- money you needed? Um, I basically estimated um, like based on what I had and like what was needed for the amount that we already had, and then the expected things that we would need for what we were planning on making, and then for coming up with tier prices. I went through like every single official novel Kickstarter and I compiled all the data and a friend of mine who's like really awesome in finance created like a regression to get all of the prices that would be most efficient. And so, so far I think pretty much every, all of the tiers that I made at the start have been backed. So at least I know those work. And then some of the newer ones I've made, we'll see how they do. Yeah, it's good to have like um, someone who's good, good, good with like finances because we're not all great with finances. Because you know, getting, getting the designers are like designers, not like business. But I feel like as things evolve, you do need to like learn some business skills along with the design skills. Do you agree with that? What that? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I've been picking up on uh, just like accounting and basic finance to sort of manage everything. So, I uh, do you feel like your Kickstarter's on track so far? Or? Yeah, um, I know most Kickstarters are like in a U shape. So towards the end, they kind of have a spike in progress, and I think had a nice like steady build up of people who've played the demo on itch, and I can see like how many people have downloaded it and at least one person has been downloading it every day so it's exciting to see people play it and i've noticed there's like a few other visual novel kickstarters going on right now uh i think two of them have been funded that have been launched around the same time so yeah yeah. there's quite a few uh visual novel like kickstarters so so did you find it like challenging to make yours unique and make yours like stand apart Cause I feel like after a while, a lot of like vision novels start start to like feel and look the same. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, unfortunately, I was like the first one to launch. Um, out of all the ones that I've seen that launched and are ending like the same week as I am, so I didn't I didn't have the opportunity to try to specialize mine to make it unique. But I've gone and updated it, like including reviews. Um, before this call, actually. I updated like the wishlist on Steam uh, link to just be like the wishlist on Steam button from Steam. I just set it as an image. But other, other than just like trying to like constantly update it to have additional designs, like for the acrylic charms, um, there's not too much that I think can be done. Other, uh, it's it's just like having that constant stream of polish and uh, showing that we take it seriously and that we pay attention to the little details. So, uh, have you played any, like, uh, other, uh, indie, like, visual novels? And are there any, any ones that are some of your favorites? Uh, let's see. Kabbalah Shoujo was the first one I played, um, Long Live the Queen, but I don't think that counts as a visual novel anymore. Yeah, like I thought it was, and then it got removed from the database. Um, I've got a few VNs I picked up from a bundle that I need to go through, but like I try to read one visual novel at a time. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to pick up any any of the ones I've been doing to until I finish Yumi Neko, and I've been doing that for like the past three weeks. So ever since the Kickstarter launch, I mean, uh, Virgin novels are quite an investment. So, uh, oh, I, I I just think get to ask um roughly like like how long is the final game going to be? Uh, I'd say like around thirty hours is a pretty good estimate. Um, the, uh, there's not really going to be a common route that's present in uh, a lot of visuals. Instead, I'm uh, one of the stretch goals for development is making a calendar system, and it's it'll be like a calendar overlay with like the chibis of all the girls, and you can just pick who you see at like what day. And so, if you want to oh, just that'd be like cute and adorable. Yeah, I think it'll it'll look nice. But like, if you just want to focus on one girl at a time you can if you want to read everybody's like routes and updates and go for like a harm ending i think i'll try to try to do something kind of like funny towards the harm ending but basically it's like you can either focus on a girl you can focus on all of them but after a certain point you have to pick one oh, come on you, you need like a harm ending uh, there's something planned <laughs> but f f first we need the uh the gingerbread guy wrote. Oh yeah, I, I plan on ending like side character endings for a lot of the characters. Uh, I want everyone to have like a sprite or a face and a name and a voice. Yeah. So giving him like a ending if you spend enough time with him and the route is something I've been planning on. Yeah, I, I, I just, I love that character. I like his design. I don't know, something about him just like gravitates towards me. Were you surprised with how many people like or disliked him? Yeah, I uh, originally he was just supposed to be like this fun character I came up with um, after playing Subahibi. And in that visual novel, there's like a section where a bunch of like uh, stuffed animals are driving a train, like conducting it. I was like, hey, I kind of want to want to do that too. So I'll make a gingerbread guy with a train hat as the reference and make him in charge of the library but uh what was surprising was like how many people really like the character i thought he was gonna be funny and whenever i posted his art that those are like the posts that got the least amount of attention so i always thought like nobody liked him but then they play the game they're like oh boss is the best when when's when are we getting his route oh i don't know <laughs> Well, I think he's a pretty uh, cool character. So, uh, what are, like what do you think of some of the strength and weaknesses, like uh, of like your Kickstarter? Like, what's some things you did right? Some things you didn't do right? And if you could hit the restart button on the Kickstarter, um, what would you do differently? Um, honestly, I probably <coughs> uh, I probably would have done it like a month later and just created some a little bit more assets uh, ahead of time but i wanted to also like have assets i could show being built during the kickstarter so it it kind of worked out um just the fact that there's a ton of other vision novel kickstarters that all decided to launch in like the well, same this, month but to people there's always a lot of like vision novel kickstarters i i feel like no matter when you launch there was going to be some like visual novel like competition yeah that that's very true so that might not have been avoidable either um things that i think have worked are just um 
the amount of time I spent figuring out the rewards and the tiers. And I, I looked at a lot of other Kickstarters and just like limited editions for games um, as inspiration because planning on like doing all the shipping and uh, everything myself. So trying to make it like manageable for me, but also like cost effective for the backers is something that I spent a lot of time figuring out. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I think we're pretty close to like wrapping this up. So do you have like any like goals for the future? Like would you want to see your game in the future? Uh, would you want to see your career? Um, I think I, it would be really awesome to get like a anime adaptation, but I, I highly doubt that would happen. Uh, you would have um, you 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 would have to get published like localized in Japan, and even then, like very unlikely unless you like actually made it in Japan, then you might have a better chance. But yeah, I, 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 so. I, I, I don't know how like adaptations will work. I don't know if those regulations or guidelines or they have a process of how they like choose what, what, what to adapt so yeah it's mostly investment based but i will see um my uh going forward um i've got two more games i want to make I haven't really thought about anything past that uh the current goal is to have this finished uh sometime next year the exact time will depend on the stretch goals we meet and when I can say like the game is finished, and then after that, I'll have a uh, cafe sim management type game. Ooh, ooh! It will be ooh, real. Uh, uh, call me up. You know, Nano Sing to Cafe. You know, Cafe. Uh, you know, definitely. It'll it'll <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be mostly a comedy, and then I'll try to take it in a in a fun direction towards the end. Now, I think it'll probably. I I, 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 I want to play that game now. <laughs> it, it I I'm really excited for it. Uh, it's it's gonna be mostly comedy, and it's it's probably gonna be released in two volumes. Uh, just because I think the second volume will will handle slightly darker content as opposed to like the the fun first half. And so I'll, I'm gonna do that to avoid like ratings <laughs> against the first half. <laughs> And um, is it going to have a lot of visual novel like elements in it, or? Yeah, it'll be like mostly visual novel, and then there'll be like the cafe and management gameplay portions. Okay, that that one sounds like really cool. But but yeah, you, you know, you, you gotta finish the first game first, so you know. Yeah, I I've only haven't touched the next idea I've had. I just like I have an idea for it. I'm um, write it down. Uh, currently, I'm trying to come up with names for all the characters because <sighs> it'll be I'll write it in both Japanese and English, and th so that way I and I'm planning on doing Japanese voice acting for the next project because it'll take place in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah. So coming up with names is so hard. I, I always have trouble coming up with names for like my characters and stuff. Like it's it's the the difficult. So. Yeah, and then like trying to figure out what kanji their names will have. Um, what what I've been doing is I've just been using like colors in the names and just like kanji with colors in it. Like Kuroiwa is a good last name and like Akane is a good first name and those have like black and red in there as the kanji. Yeah, that's freaking <clears throat> can't wait for your second game. If it's going to be 
good as this like first game mm. goal is to be better every time but i i gotta i'm trying to make one s'more as uh, the best it could possibly be so do you plan to, in the span of your career doing do only plan to make like visual novel type games or, or do you want to actually uh have games that have like more i guess like deep gameplay uh the third game i have planned um i'm i want it to be like a lot more action focused kind of like momodoro or M- minoria i don't know if you play those maybe like hollow knight is a good uh, I, i've heard example. of hollow knight I, I i have not heard of the other ones yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm still kind of torn because I feel like it would work really good as like a JRPG, but I also kind of want to highlight like the combat aspect. So if I can find some sort of combination of like between those that'll work that I can use, then that's what I'll go with. So uh, do you have any f- f- final words you want to say b- b- before we like wrap things up? Uh, I guess just like the usual, like check me out on Kickstarter, play my demo, all the fun stuff. Uh, but uh, seriously, thanks for having me. It was, this was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, one more question that I forgot to ask. So did you like re- reach out to um, any um, content creators? Uh Yes, I've reached out to quite a few. Um, I recently updated the Kickstarter to show like links um, for vision level streamers. I had JRPG Dragon stream. I had um, Chris stream and then Far. Uh, those three uh, on top of you uh, have streamed it. Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. And then I reached out to like Joe Taku to write an article about the Kickstarter and we got on GMA News Network, which is like the number one Philippines like just news site, I believe. Ooh. That was really cool. Yeah, uh th- there's another like uh visual novel, uh like I think website a blog that like covers a lot of visual novels. I, I can't remember the name of it. I-, I-, I think it's like called Nook something or something like that on the gaming yeah don't do- yeah we also recently got on that Ooh, that's pretty cool man i i i i hope with all um these like people covering your game it accumulates to more baggers do you think like gain exposure for content creators is very beneficial for you? definitely um some of the people who've commented on the kickstarter page have name dropped like the content creators that they came from and so if it wasn't for them, I think the game would have been overlooked by those people initially. And I just the fact that they took the time to play it and I could like hear their feedback. I was just really, really appreciative of that. Cool. So uh, where can people f- 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 find you? You can find us on Twitter uh, at Maller Games. It, the spelling is like M-A-L-H-E-U-R Games. Um, it... It's French for misfortune because most of the games will be kind of depressing, but oh, so kind okay. yeah, of fun. Shit. That's c- c- kind of neat. All, all the main characters will have a name that means like luck or lucky too to like balance it out. I, I see you. You're building your own shared universe. <laughs> I'm trying at least. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, do you plan to ever have a website? At some point, I'll build a website for. Uh, the games but i, I want to at least have the game be released um and then uh, i'll probably try to 
integrate with like Shopify or something if I have leftover like Kickstarter rewards because I have to order like acrylic charms in bulk so I can sell those too like on the site but I need to have all that ready first uh, another thing that I recommend is I, I don't know if you have this already but if you don't uh, you should like make a press kit I haven't made that already I'll have to look into that yeah but I think Cabinet website is um beneficial at the very least it um is a good like landing page to direct people to yeah definitely um as as soon as the first uh once more is released i think i will get that created just so we can have something to show off Uh, until then mostly i'm just focused on twitter marketing Mm -hmm. well thank you again for joining me for this podcast no problem. thank you so much for having me i had a blast and th- th- this has been nano zing cafe where we discuss and promote various indie games indie projects hoping to help get games the exposure that they deserve and help grow the indie community and we try and do this wednesday for friday around 2 p.m arizona time at twitch.tv slash out here and i hope you guys will pop by sometime and i'll see you guys in the next episode